Welcome to WROL Broadcast. I am Hate Mail. With me today, we have the one and only Doombox. Hey, everybody. It's me. Um, actually, it's been a while since you've been on. I, I think, well, you've been on with Kage a couple of times, because I was going to say, the last time I had you on Skype was four months ago. Uh, let's get something clear. The last time I had you on Skype was about four months ago. <laughs> yeah, there we go. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, man, I retired from modding. I've been writing insights and discussions, and it's just been a time, you know? And we want to apologize to our fans because we have not had an episode all month. It's been one of those months. I thought it was going to be not a busy month, but it turned into an insane month for me. As many of you know, I started a crypto podcast, so that's devouring time. Plus, I've been a little not playing as much, so it's been... Didn't do Siege this month or last month, Um, really. Hey, me neither. What a coincidence. (laughs) You never do Siege. Yeah, I know. To, um, we just, I had some job changes this year and last couple weeks and there's, there's been, there's been a lot of stuff going on behind the scenes. So should get back on track. I think ideally what we're going to do is we'll do the tier list. Unfortunately, the Burger Shack may change to only one tune because that stupid up, up and away mission, WB doesn't like to make money. They're about to lose however much it costs to. L5 Looney Tunes, like $1,700 or something ridiculous. Um, and Burger sometimes goes a lot higher. But he's running out of tunes, so he's going to have to find a slow gear. That may last him a couple months. So I'm not sure what's going to happen with that. I think he's good for this month, maybe. We'll see. I mean, he's always welcome to uh, go to my account and gear up my tunes for me. I'm fine with that. <laughs> there we go. Uh, I actually have several slow gears, so I'm good for a while. But uh, we'll see. And then um, what we're going to try to do is I think we're going to do the tier list, the Burger Shack, if if and when. And then we're going to do an off, like middle of the month, and then talk about the reworks. I think that was our, our plan at one point, and we didn't make it happen. But we'll try to get into some type of consistency. You always have AAD, which is weekly now. I believe they're planning to move weekly if they haven't already. So you will get your regular updates from them as well. So we'll, we'll, we'll keep this gravy train rolling. And today mm-hmm. we have Doombox to come on. He did two insight and discussions, so have you even checked that out on Reddit yet? He's got one Actually, for, three. Well. Uh, the Two-Face one just released. Okay, so we have Two-Face, we have Riddler. What was the third one you did? Uh, I did Spoiler at the beginning of the month by a community vote. They had decided they wanted to see her first. Okay, perfect. So we have all three of those. Why don't we get into Spoiler a little bit? Just uh, I haven't really... I Honestly, I've only used her a little bit. So if you want to just give us your quick rundown. We did we had early in the month, but now that the month has gone by, kind of what is your thoughts? Um, Spoiler is a character that is, you know, pretty much your stock standard red, unfortunately. So the thing about it, and the thing I constantly bring up when it comes to these characters is she's a decently high damage red assassin. We have like 20 of those. So anytime one comes out, Either they're doing something exceptionally spectacular, or they're probably just going to go in the pile. Unfortunately, it looks like Spoiler is spoiling for a spot in the pile. But, that being said, it's not like she's bad or anything, you know? Like, she's very serviceable. Her ability to put invisibility on a specific target, put some true sight on them, that's always handy. Her ability to put taunt on enemies, that's always nice, you know? Her gates are a little annoying to work with, but... 
all things considered, there's much harder gates in this game to make work. So, you know, it's not like she's bad. She's just nothing special, really. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think she's one of those characters. She's she's a, an above-average character, like low to above, you know, like mid-above-average. So if you if you like her and you want to use her, you can definitely fit her if she fits your style of play. Um, and then you can... She's one of those characters, if you RB5, she's significantly better. Kind of like Blackfire. Blackfire is okay, but at RB5, she's really good. So I think... I think spoilers probably the same way. And then whenever all her call assists time correctly, which, you know, is random, but at times you can have, like, the whole team get wiped out from that call assist, which is pretty fun. I haven't used her a ton, but she seems like a decent character. And when you have... How many characters do we have now? Like 140, 150? Uh, memory serving, we're at... Well, I get, it depends if you count the new characters this month, but I think we're at, like, 146, 147. Yeah, with 146, 147 characters, you're going to have a lot of characters that are, you know, just if you want them to work, you can make them work, but they may not do anything spectacular. So it's, uh, yeah, that's that's just going to be the case with this many characters. Yeah, like you look at her and then you look at characters like, say, Cassandra Kane, right? And Cassandra Kane has a very, very specific, very well-established niche. Or you look at Batwoman. Batwoman has a very, very well done very well established niche but spoiler is a lot closer to say batman cc who really is just kind of an all-around decent character or like robin damian wayne where he doesn't really do anything that isn't just here's some damage so honestly yeah spoiler is one of those characters if you're a fan cool awesome you can put her into any comp but is there ever going to be a time where you think to yourself oh man spoiler would be perfect for this match probably not never ever yeah i mean i would even put her on the same kind of level or maybe maybe slightly below like miss martian you don't really like grab her for any specific purpose but she's good when you use her i mean speak for yourself i bring miss martian yeah you're for, uh, she's she's very if you're a lex player she definitely is very good so yeah um so maybe that was a bad example. But there's there's plenty of characters like that where you're just, you know, they're fun if you use them. You're like, oh, this character's not bad whenever they're a bonus character for certain events. But you're yeah, not she's like Beast Boy. Yeah. Like, Beast Boy doesn't do anything that another character doesn't already do. But can you use him? Sure. You know, if he's a siege bonus tune and there's just no other decent red, then, I mean, what, you know, whatever. It's not like you're going to hurt yourself putting him on your team. Right. Julie. But, man... But yeah, so that's spoiler in a nutshell. There's really not much to say, which is pretty much an apt description of the character. Let's move on to somebody I'm a little more high on. To my surprise, is Two Face. He man, um, oh, I have some words about Two Face. <laughs> go for go it. ahead. No, oh. no, no, you go first. All right. Um, I thought I was not going to like him at all. I thought he was going to be terrible, but using him in Siege. And granted, there's a lot of characters that are probably a better choice in a lot of cases but if you need a tune that isn't a turn one nuke like shiva or batwoman and you want him to be a little bit slower two-face is actually pretty darn good i mean i his basic will almost always kill black flash almost always kill specter and sometimes he kills both of them if he randomly hits both blues his other abilities aren't that exciting his three is okay but what i like about him is that what i used to use rose for is I would use Cheetah and then 
nuke a character when I needed to get around a taunt or etc. But Two-Face does it without needing the strength ups. So I'm actually pleasantly surprised with him. He's actually one of those characters I think at RB5 would be very good because his guaranteed kill might even work on some reds, squishier reds. But other than that, I don't think he's that great. But he does have that basic nuke, which is can be extremely valuable. I could see myself using him in matches like Siege when I just I need somebody to take care of a problem blue that's slower. Mm. Mm. You shame yourself before me. Unfortunately, uh, you have vastly underestimated this character. <laughs> so, uh, of course his basic's good. Yeah, his basic's fine. Pops off a few shots. It does incredibly high damage for what it is. But his second ability is a targetable call assist. He can just start his turn, coin flip, click on Darkseid, and Darkseid jumps in. For a character as fast as he is, having the ability to target who you want to assist call is massive in a lot of compositions. Like, I cannot even stress it enough how big that is that you're able just to click who you want to go in and then have them go in. Like, with the Aquaman rework, assuming you hit his gates... Uh, Two-Face is essentially a 121-speed infinite starter. Because it's like, oh, you have mins? Cool. Here's 50% turn meter, and then the engine starts. So he's he's an absolute monster. Also, his three does the super fatty damage. I was telling someone before that uh, if you put him next to Black Flash... And Owlman, nine times out of ten, you're killing every blue on the other side. It doesn't matter if they have Martian or whoever. You're just taking them. So that is also huge for him. His anti-evasion stuff, with the fact that Harley Quinn is still somehow a little prevalent in the meta. She's very nice. prevalent, to my shock and amazement. Which is really annoying. Yeah. It's like, he just, he just walks in, he's like, oh hey, it's a Harley Quinn. Plop, 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 up, and now she has negative 800 evasion. Whoops. So his call assist, you can, you can pick who you want to be the assister? Yes, indeed. Coin flip, you just click who you want, they jump in. That's funny, you I didn't even notice that, because I played very little Siege this month. <laughs> <clears throat> Someone should have had my inside in discussion. But it's all good. Um, also, his passive... I mean, it's basically imagine Batgirl's leader and then imagine it suddenly not existing because Two-Face takes a turn. Like, that's obnoxiously good. His only downside, really, is the fact that you can't really choose who you start out with. So that's the main problem. It's just that you don't have that consistency about him that you can walk into a match and say, okay, I'm 100% going to start out as Harvey, which is great because I need this, or I'm going to start out as... uh, Two-Face, and it's great because I need this. You don't have that. But both of his faces are really, really good right now. Like, that AoE debuff immunity, it's, it chomps. It's actually really, really good. Yeah. You know, the fact that he's one speed faster than the Spectre makes a whole world of difference. That, a lot is, of that is huge. It's funny, though. I mean, I, I have noticed his 3 is actually pretty decent damage, but I've almost never used it because I always open with his 1, and then the match ends after that. <laughs> yeah, he's Two Face is a character that is defined by the word glass cannon. His health is non-existent. He has no ways of protecting himself. He has barely any support for his team outside of Harvey, 
But if you need people dead, he is the dude to bring. Like, we just talked about, oh, yeah, spoiler, you know, she's she's great. She doesn't really do anything special. Two-Face does something special. Like, this man will walk in under a dark side lead and then pop off eight bullets into the enemy team and kill three people before the enemy even has a chance to move. And like I was saying before, with how Aquaman is now, Two-Face is one of the best enablers to just have him go completely infinite and then your enemy just never gets a turn in general. You know? Also, his AI is kind of bad, but that's... Yeah, on defense, he's not that... He's not very good, but on offense, he's... I've been really impressed. I'm actually pretty happy he got the six-day... He's a character that doesn't really fit my normal team comps, but I'm going to farm RB5 charge just in the off chance that I think about taking him up. The Rebirth 5 on Two-Phase is something I personally would heavily recommend, actually, because his entire selling point is that damage. You want it to be as high as possible. And a lot of times, like with the odd exception, he'll sometimes fall just short of a health break point. Getting that rebirth will shore up that difference and make sure that he's guaranteeing you one shots. Like, uh, who was it that was? Uh, oh yeah. Okay. So remember when Artemis came out, and then I pointed out like, oh hey, you know when you do her two into her AOE, you kind of are just short of killing Wonder Girl. But if you lead off with a Lex lead, then you actually hit that break point. Yeah. Uh, and it'll help a little bit with his squishiness, too. Oh, yeah. So, typically, when it comes to characters like Two-Face, where they have an entire selling point based around one aspect of their kit that is based on their stats, Rebirth is always going to be the best. Like, characters like that, characters like Tanks, like Barda and such, those are going to make the most with Rebirth. Spoiler, I'm actually not too sure about. Yeah, because she, she's relying on the closest oh, yeah. of other people. But so. uh, enough about Two-Face. You know what we're here for. Yes, we are here for the Riddler. And um, Oh, I think your mic died. I'll just keep it going. Can you hear me? Uh, we're here for Jace, obviously. Just kidding. Obviously, <laughs> we're not here for Jace. We're here for Riddler. Now, Riddler is a character that has absolutely like exploded the PvP scene. Can you and hear me? it's really, really incredible to watch. Because Riddler is definitely one of those characters that you look at his kit and you think to yourself, what What does this guy even do? Like, yeah, I get he puts taunts on people, but is that about it? But no, Riddler does so much more. Like, he quite literally makes the match into a riddle that your opponent has to solve with very specific answers. Otherwise, everything falls apart. Welcome back, Hate Mail. Okay, can you hear me now? I can Okay, don't know what happened there, but I kept uh, the show going in your absence. But we're on Riddler now. Yeah, who, as many of you probably already know, I took RB five because I liked him so much. And um, how is that, by the way? I heard one of the main complaints was that he just doesn't survive enough. So how's he surviving for you? Much better. He's extremely good at RB five. He actually does respectable damage too with his basic. So. You can actually kill stuff a little better, which, you know, you really don't bring Redler to be a, a damage dealer, but he, he's definitely serviceable at RB5, and the squishiness is significantly helped. So I'm pretty happy about that. Um, my only problem with Redler is that I can't always fit him into a team. 
I think it'll help a lot with Aquaman's rework once his passives are fixed because um, it, it does help with squishiness a little bit, even at RB5. If you're not, I've been running a lot of either Terror or Hal lead, but I face a lot of Terror and Hal, so then Riddler, you can't, he's not he's not good against Terror or Hal led teams because the. But outside of that, you know, I love him. I think he's a great character. He was an easy choice for RB5. Honestly, I think you and I have been Riddler fans since his release. Like, I remember when he first came out, you and I were probably the most jazzed about it. Yeah, and he's, he wasn't bad before. He just wasn't great. Now he's great. Yeah. And I also got to add, too, that, speaking of Aquaman's rework, the cool thing about that, right, which I'm going to get into a second cool thing after this, which I explained in my inside discussion, which is out now. Read it on Reddit. Um, shameless self-plug aside. Uh, so Riddler has this really, really nifty thing with Aquaman. Because he puts speed downs on the enemies, which is normally not very consequential when they're already about to take their turn. But once Aquaman's bug gets fixed, or if it's not already fixed by the time this comes out, uh, that meter down plus the speed down is going to be huge. It's going to definitely make a big difference in having a character take their turn before Aquaman or Riddler or someone else gets to take theirs. Like, that's that's going to be an entirely next-level thing that people are going to have to realize and deal with, which probably means, yeah, we're going to see a lot more Terra, and we might see a lot more Hal, although I don't feel like we're going to see that much more Hal, personally. I don't know. I always think Hal's going to die, and then I find that I'm still using him all the time. Well, the reason I say it is just because, you know, we have Aquaman. <laughs> yeah. So you can run Aquaman and Terra, and then why would you ever need Hal? Personally, I'm all for how just disappearing into the abyss <laughs> because, I mean, it's not that I don't like the character, but honestly, I feel like he's being overhyped for far too long, and he belongs down in, like, B or C tier with Etrigan, who for some reason is still A tier, and I still don't agree with. Yeah. But oh. it is what it is. I'll add Etrigan to the list today. <laughs> <laughs> um, but the second cool thing, right? And this is something that I was talking about with folks. So Riddler's counterattack has some very interesting priority effects to it, right? And this is about the team ordering stuff, and it's it's pretty crazy time. So normally things go from top to bottom in terms of passive triggering. So like you have a leader passive that would trigger, and then you have your second, third, or fourth character passives that would trigger in that order. However... Riddler has a 0.5 priority, which is what Terra has, which lets her pop up her debuff immunity before anything else comes through. Um, so the cool thing about that is, let's say you have him under, I don't know, a Captain Cold lead, right? He will put his speed downs on the opponent before Captain Cold retaliates with his cold shot, <laughs> meaning that you can set up the stun ahead of time, and then Captain Cold will freeze that opponent in place. Or, let's say you have him paired alongside a Dr. Freeze. Provided that Riddler is not the primary target, which forces his thing to trigger first, Dr. Freeze will apply agility downs to the opponent that hits him. So, let's say an AoE happens. Well, Riddler's 2 will stun enemies with agility down. So, you kind of get where I'm going with this. Yep, then he gets a stun, which is awesome. Um, yep. 
I really hope they do a Captain Cold rework one day. He could be such, oh, a, such a great it's character. Gonna be, it's going to be so good. If that ever happens and I'm still in the uh, VIP, oh, man. Like, we're, we're going to have some fights if someone <laughs> disagrees with me because I already have a plan for this, man. <laughs> but still, it's a really interesting thing to consider when you look at this character and you're like, oh, he has this really unique dynamic that he brings to the match even outside of just his basic kit. Like, you can work him into your team in certain positions, and it changes the way the whole match flows. And personally, I love that. I always love it when you have much more impactful decisions outside of just clicking a move that can change the entire flow of things. So, yeah, really interesting stuff. Very cool stuff, I gotta say. Yeah, he's a fun character. He's just He's a unique, fun character that's not like any other character that's out currently. Mm-hmm. Do you want to, I mean, do you want to talk about Jace? Do we care? Not really. I mean, he's, he's supposed to be, we, we talked about an old episode. I don't have him geared, so I really don't have a big opinion on him. I do have people tell me on defense he's a little better than they expected because he taunts and he can be a little bit annoying and he's hard to kill, but that's all he does. It's basically, it's kind of like Superman, just procrastinates the match. Yeah. So, for me, I don't even have them unlocked. I'll be frank. I, I played zero Siege matches. I care nothing for this character. But, I do want to address a little bit of the controversy that's been stewing around this character about his proposed kit versus what the release kit was. So, would you mind if I took a minute or two yeah. to cover this? Go for it. Cool. Okay. So... As some of you or many of you or probably all of you are already aware, there's some controversy about the fact that Jace, on his passive, gains affinity defense instead of intelligence up. Which, originally, he was supposed to get intelligence up, but that ended up changing through the balancing and suggestion phase. Now, I will say, is this character better or worse because of it? It's very easy to argue that he's clearly worse because of it. I mean, I've gone on a long enough tangent with Robin back when he was reworked to know that you can argue pretty easily that some characters are objectively worse. However, that being said, you also must consider the fact that the character's not bad. He's not as good as he could have been, debatably, but he also isn't that bad of a character. Affinity defense... I mean, you could probably agree with me here. Probably one of the weakest buffs in the game. Yeah, Am I it, right? It, what, it, I just wish they would one day change it so that you're stronger against the affinities you're weak against instead of the other. Instead of just being stronger against the affinities you're already strong against. It just doesn't make any exactly. sense. Which is part of what I'm about to bring up here. Thank you for segueing this in beautifully. He's not good right now. But... There may come a day where he becomes really, really good. Now, keeping in mind, right now we're in a blue heavy meta, but with the existence of Spectre, buffs don't mean anything. And he doesn't do quite enough damage to really bring down Spectre most of the time, or Black Flash, or whoever. Which, because but, they're intellect-based, even if he had the intups, it is debatable if he would be super strong against them anyway. They should have done him as a strength-based character. That's another thing I was going to bring up. But the reason that he's not as good right now is because both those characters are int-based. If, let's say, hypothetically, we were to enter a meta where 
the main two characters were too strength-based, for example, blue heroes, he suddenly becomes a lot better. You know? Because yeah. he's able to attack a weaker point in their thing. But with how much int-up Spectre gains, with how much int-up Black Flash gains, it's very likely or very possible that his int-ups wouldn't really have changed anything. And going even further beyond that point, the main characters you use him against, being Black Flash, being Spectre, are both characters that... I mean, yes, he would need to answer them, but he would never end up doing enough damage, even if he were physically based, even if he were to have intubs instead of affinity ups. Because these characters put awareness on themselves, these characters, you know, have crit immunity. Really, realistically speaking, he's never going to have enough chances to actually do enough damage to make an impact. Especially when Spectre can come up right behind him, hit him with the purge all, and then he has nothing. You so, know, with Spectre's new purge all, I really think my old idea of doing traps, which I always thought would be a good bat CC ability, was where you could put buffs on people that when it gets purged, it does something like stuns or damages or whatever. I always thought that would be such a fun a bit, a new buff, a negative buff. Honestly, it would be. It would be an interesting mechanic. And there's so many characters that would work well with it, too. Yeah. But, you know, we also could have just, you know, maybe not given Spectre a guaranteed purge all, you know. But, I mean, that's that's neither here nor there. No one's to blame. Um, but, you know, at the end of the day, the, the main point of it is that the characters you would bring Jace against, he would never stand a chance against in the current meta, regardless if he had Inter Affinity. Jace isn't good right now just because of where the meta is, but that doesn't mean he won't be good later. And being frank, Jace, even in this state, isn't a bad character. He's underwhelming compared to what he could have been. But at the end of the day, it's who we have, and he's good in his role. It's not great, but he is good. Yeah, he's so, not bad. He's nothing to get excited over, but he's not bad. I feel like the controversy is maybe getting a little out of hand. I feel like folks are maybe taking it a little bit too far. I understand the calls for reworking him. You know, we've had that done before for other characters. But the character doesn't need a rework. I mean, could he be better? Sure, but lots of characters could be better but aren't. I mean, you look at Dr. Poison, for example. Right? Her recent rework came through, and there was a lot of people who said, ah, oh, why isn't she disease-based, you know? Yeah. And it's like, I mean, yeah, sure, she could have been. That would have made her an objectively weaker character being honest like disease has no place in the current meta so that's dumb but you know it's more to the point that it's like why don't we have x or y and the answer is because we don't like why raise up a huge controversy over it over the fact that he is a defensive focused character instead of an offensive focused character oh he's not good in the meta right now well not everyone's going to be he might be good later you know it's folks have to be more long-sighted about things and i'm not blaming the community obviously because i don't want to come off as being like oh i know better than everyone you know but at the same time there's there's got to be a limit where folks can look at a thing and say okay it's not exactly how i wanted it to be but there's not always going to be an s-tier character you know i'm a fan of jace i'm sad they did him like this 
but I can't expect every single character release to be a giant meta-defining thing. You know? Because then, oh, next month we have to throw silver bullets at Jace. And oh, next month we have to throw silver bullets at that. Smaller, meaningful changes are okay. It's okay for a character to be a B-tier character. It's honestly fine. You know? So that's, that's, that's the main thing I wanted to get across here. Like, I understand being disappointed about a thing, but you don't need to protest WB because you don't like a design choice. The character's still good. If you don't like using him, then don't use him. And that's, that's basically that. All right. Anything else we want to cover before we call it a day? Um, did we want to cover the, uh, bug stuff? I think we mentioned something about that before we, uh, uh, started. So, the Aquaman bug, obviously it's going to be fixed, but, uh, we actually have gotten word from Reeves, they've expressed some great interest in fixing a bunch of older bugs, too. Yeah, so hopefully we see some nice fixes coming soon, and, um, uh, not Jace, um, Aquaman should be fixed. Sounds like he'll be fixed faster. Don't hold us to that because we don't know. You know, you never know how complicated something could be. But it, I, I get the impression that it's going to be quicker than usual. So hopefully we see yeah. that fast because he's the one I'm most excited about this month. And I think he'll be amazing once that's fixed. So, And he's even Same. not bad without it. So I think he'll be but great then. Do you keep in mind they're on the lookout for bugs? If you notice something, report it through the normal channels. Because that's the only way these things get fixed is if WB is made aware of them. And right now, according to what we've heard, they're looking. So if you got anything you need to send in, make sure you send it in. All right. Well, I think that is everything. We will see you soon for the tier list and the Burger Shack for at least one tune. And then we will try to get on a better schedule for at least mid-month. We are getting close to episode 400, so we have a few things planned for that that I think you'll be very happy about. So we will stay tuned. Thanks for listening, everyone. I heard Kage is in a relationship now. Ugh, no wonder why he looks like he's gaining some weight. Set your relationship straight by becoming a Patreon. Become a Patreon today and get special perks like Patreon-only episodes, early reviews, and content based on your requests. Just go to patreon.com forward slash W-R-O-L broadcast.